the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also catch me Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. St. Louis time on 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. All right, the biggest story this week to me politically, and this is kind of fascinating, the Virginia governor's race. If you've been watching that, you've got Glenn Youngkin on the Republican side, you've got Terry McAuliffe, you've got Biden going in there, Obama going in there. They're clearly worried about whether or not Terry McAuliffe's going to win this race. And they're also very worried about the fact that, you know, Americans' attitudes are changing. Biden's numbers are in the toilet. A lot of parents are concerned about the social issues now. They're suddenly awakened to what's going on after the sexual assault of uh, two different girls at two different schools by a student who claimed to be a boy. I guess he was a boy dressed like a girl or whatever. I mean, the crazy thing. Anyway, it's been nuts. Loudoun County uh, has been a real problem. Parents are waking up. Parents have been accused of being terrorists for threatening the school board. You've probably seen some of these stories. Well, this week, this was really crazy. You've heard of the Lincoln Project? That's George Conway, Kellyanne Conway's husband, and some of his cohorts who've had all kinds of scandals, started this, and they wanted to basically, they say, defend democracy. And the whole thing was nothing but an attack on President Trump from day one, right? So now they got caught with their pants down. Believe it or not, they sent Democratic operatives to a Youngkin event claiming to be white supremacists in support of Youngkin. But they didn't have masks on, and they were ratted out within minutes. I mean, it's hilarious. This has to be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen politically, ever. We're going to go right to Virginia and check in with Joe Thomas. He's a talk show host at WCHV in Charlottesville, Virginia. Joe, thanks for being here. I mean, should we be surprised, or does nothing shock us anymore? Well, you know, it's, it's neat because I've been told we need more bipartisanship. And to hear about the Republicans, or at least the ex-Republicans, uh, hiring a bunch of Democratic Party activists to do something, I guess that's bipartisanship, Heidi. <laughs> okay, so for people who didn't catch the whole story, the Lincoln Project, we need to go back. George Conway, Kelly Ann Conway's husband, started the mm-hmm. Lincoln Project with, yeah, with a couple of other people who, by the way, have had all kinds of legal problems since then. But their oh, yeah. whole goal at the time for those who aren't as familiar and enmeshed in this as we are, their whole goal was to tear down Trump for four years. They are promoting quote-unquote democracy, and it was all about, we don't like this guy, but we're really conservatives. But now we're understanding it has nothing to do with that. Of course, back then, my question to them was, well, if it's not Trump, who's it going to be, Hillary? And they've done nothing but tear Trump down. Now they're mm-hmm. going after Youngkin. So give everybody just a picture of what's going on. Well, it starts with, you know, anyone who won't denounce. See, that's what everyone wants, the Democrats and this Lincoln Project. And by the way, what do you think would have happened if, if Abraham Lincoln had set up stunts like this out of, outside of uh, uh, Douglas's office during their uh, race with one another? I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see this being Lincoln-esque at all. Uh, but anyone who won't, quote, denounce uh, or disavow any of the list, uh, any of the voters that Donald Trump had, because what the Lincoln Project likes is they like being think tank conservatives. They like being the guys uh, like Bill Crystal, who are you know, brought in because oh look at them, aren't they cute? They're like a zoo animal. They you know, bring them in. Oh, aren't they quaint with their conservative ideas? We'll we'll let them be on our set with us. That's what they like. They they get money for it. They get paid every time they show up on TV. Uh, Rick Wilson with another ridiculous statement about you know uh, you wouldn't find the Ukraine if you put. Letter U and a picture of a crane on a map. Uh, you know he gets cash. They people write them checks. 
And it's amazing to me that they still are in business. So they want people to disavow Donald Trump. Uh, therefore, I presume, assuring the fact that they will lose, because that's what these guys like to do. They like to lose. What is the definition of a career consultant in politics? Somebody who always loses, because a political consultant that wins, you know what they call them? Chief of staff. <laughs> so these people are never the winners. They, they're just the career outsiders who have grown some sort of nobility out of being that lonesome loser. And so they... they, they pull these stunts. And what's amazing to me is you know, it only took us about 15 minutes before the internet uh, realized, hold it, this guy is the head of the young, uh, Virginia Young Democrats. Uh, and then, then they found one of the guys, the older kind of squat guy uh, in these fake Tiki Torch costumes, uh, is actually in one photograph online with Terry McAuliffe themselves walking into his tour bus. So he's <laughs> you know, an insider with Terry McAuliffe's campaign. They're all Democratic activists. And then they all started denying it. And then the Lincoln Project comes out and goes, yes, we hired all of these Democratic a activists. So were you lying then or are you lying now? Uh, so what they did was you know, because right now the civil suit regarding the Unite the Right uh, riots that went on after the Virginia State Police pushed the hashtag White Sheets Matter crowd onto the street with the hashtag Black Lives Matter crowd shocked a riot ensued, and there were fatalities that came of it. Two state troopers lost their lives while protecting uh, our governor at the time in his, in his detail. Uh, but while this civil trial is just getting underway, this, this group of nimrods decides that this is a good time to dress up like phony Unite the Right pro protesters with white button-down shirts. You can practically see where they were all folded in the package, right, where, you know, they bought them at, you know, uh, Kohl's on their way down to it. Brand-new tiki torches that have never seen any ground. One of them, I think, still had a tag on it. I call it the mini pearl uh, tiki torch. And, and camouflage ball caps, and they're out there like, yes, we're white supremacists, and we're all in for Glenn. Uh, and, and it was so ludicrous that even the NBC affiliate here in Charlottesville saw it for what it was and called them out for it. So then, you know, the, this Lincoln Project letter doesn't actually surprise me so much because it was such a bad attempt at infiltration. Hey, and Heidi, you've been around, you know, these tea party events and these these moms events now uh, they they have to be very careful of infiltrators. We used to get the uh, Lyndon LaRouche crowd that would show up at tea party events with their Obama with the little Hitler mustache. Now Lyndon LaRouche is no conservative. As a matter of fact, he makes Bernie Sanders look conservative. Well, he used to make Bernie Sanders look conservative. Uh, so you know, but they would show up at a Tea Party rally, so they just assumed that we were together. And and these political activists said, "Ooh, that's fun. Character assassination is neat and fun, and uh, it's just despicable, but it's all too predictable." Uh, and I'm glad it got caught out there pretty quickly. And I hope that the Lincoln Project people are losing all the little gravitas they had left after all the legal trouble they've been in this past six months. Yeah, they had a lot of disgraceful things that they were accused of. There was a lot of uh, corruption in the group and all that kind of stuff. We're speaking with Joe Shock. Thomas. Uh, jo shocked I am. It's, it's like the, uh, it's uh, what was Frenchie from uh, Casablanca. I'm shocked, shocked to find out there's gambling going on here. <laughs> 
We're speaking with Joe Thomas from WCHV in Charlottesville, Virginia, about this Yunkin and McAuliffe race, which is crazy, coming up next week. Now, the numbers I'm seeing at this point show Yunkin within one point, one point ahead. I mean, what should it be, and what do you really think the numbers are? I think it's going to be about a one-point race. And here's here's the secret. See, the problem for Terry McAuliffe is he's he's – double down on this. We don't want parents to have anything to say about their schools. There's a problem with that. The two counties in Virginia that are in the middle of this are Fairfax County and Loudoun County. They're in northern Virginia. They're D.C. suburbs, but they also generally break 65-35 for the Democrat. They're very populous counties as well. So if Glenn Youngkin is anywhere within five points of Terry McAuliffe in those counties, he lose, Terry McAuliffe loses uh, because he needs that massive amount of voters in Fairfax and Loudoun counties uh, to, to carry the race because there are no other parts of Virginia for a leftist like Terry McAuliffe to make up votes. Interesting. Now, of course, obviously, we know the school board has been an issue. The child who was uh, molested in the bathroom by another kid, that's been an issue. Social issues have come to the forefront. There's always something that comes out in any campaign, but that's been the big issue. Maybe even parents who really weren't paying attention before are now going, hold on a second. They're allowing what to happen in the bathrooms? Talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that, Joe. Well, and, and this goes back to a couple of years ago. Remember, we all scratched our head when George Soros and the Tides Foundation and Warren Buffett and, and um, Michael Bloomberg started spending all this money to win all of these district attorney races. Here in Virginia, we call them Commonwealth attorneys. Uh, but we, we said, What's, why do they care about something right. like this? First, first shoe drops, they, they care about the voter integrity issues. If you control the district attorney, they're not going to look into voter irregularities. Now we see more fruit of this. Uh, the Loudoun County, uh, it's, uh, oh gosh, I, I'm going to mess up her name. It's, uh, it's Boutage. Uh, it's, she is one of these Soros-backed left-wing social justice prosecutors. So when this kid committed the rape and it was reported to the school superintendent, and he reported it to the school board, they decided just to reassign the kid to another school. Now, the, the Commonwealth attorney, to her credit, she did put an ankle monitor on them uh, to because they said, well, while we're adjudicating this, we're going to put this ankle monitor on you. And while they're wearing an ankle bracelet, a monitor to check his, their locations, they rape another girl wow. in another school. Wow. Uh, and, and this is when it became insane. So when the second rape becomes apparent, that's when Mr. Smith, the, the father of the first victim, goes to the school board. Now, the famous video people have seen online of the police brutalizing this dad because he's yelling and furious at this school board. Uh, and they're just lucky it wasn't me, because if it was me, I don't think I would have been as reserved as he was. Right. And he's become the template for this uh, Merrick Garland, I, I need to protect the government from angry uh, uh, citizens who have no right to be angry with us because they don't understand how important we are. Uh, nonsense. But that's that's the flashpoint of this. This guy was like, hold it. Now a second kid's been raped. You knew about it. Now we have documents that say the the school superintendent knew about it the day it happened, informed the school board, and they did nothing, nothing about it, uh, because they wanted to pass their narrative of transgender bathrooms. And they knew that if this had happened, if this came out, uh, they wouldn't have been able to pass the, the, the uh, uh, transgender bathroom bills. Unbelievable, Joe. I mean, it, it's, it's, 
I can't even believe we're having this conversation about this discussion, but well, we you all, you and I talked about it before this whole thing happened, certainly with our listeners, and you and I talked together about it. The idea that you're allowing a boy to wear a dress and pretend that he's a girl and go into the bathroom and do whatever, I mean, it, it's its inconceivable, yet it's happening all over the place, and here's something that you we knew was going to happen as a result, a predictable outcome, sexual assault, and yet they still don't want it to mess up their narrative. I mean, I, I'm just speechless, honestly. Well, and, you know, and part of it is, you know, and then here's my face palm in the morning, Heidi, is that this is all things that we've been called conspiracy theorists for. Right. We've been called homophobes for. We've been and, and we've said it's just something you're setting up. The scenario could happen. Uh, we, we have evidence of phony ballots. We have you know, people breaking election law. We have evidence. So every time somebody says there's no evidence of election fraud, I have tons of it. And I'm just one talk show host. I'm sure you have more. Right. Uh, then, then, then they say it's vote suppression. I said, show me one person that hasn't been allowed to vote. And they can't do it. And then we say transgender bathrooms are going to lead to somebody who doesn't feel like a woman all the time deciding, hmm, this is interesting. Uh, and that's what's happened. I'm not saying everyone does it. But, you know, when you set up a scenario where you're creating specialty classes of people, where you're saying your tribe, this tribe, is going to be given more goodies than the other tribe, of course people are going to want to join that tribe. I mean, there are stories of kids taking, you know, suppressive uh, medicines that stop their bodies from going into puberty. I mean, this is insane. This is this is even the worst eugenicist your fever dream they couldn't have achieved this kind of stuff yeah it's truly amazing it's not surprising to, to you and me because we're looking at it. anybody who's paying attention understands the ramifications of it i hope that it wakes the people of virginia up enough to vote in a different governor uh, i certainly mm -hmm. would not want to see terry mcauliffe win but uh, we'll talk again soon about this joe and i uh, oh, thank yeah. god you're you're in the hotbed all the time in virginia <laughs> well keep me on speed dial we'll keep you up to date heidi thanks for reaching out We'll watch it very closely there in Virginia. We'll see. It should be interesting. And as I mentioned, this uh, the whole country is watching this because this could be a preview of what's going to be happening in 2022. I hope so. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to follow me. HeidiHarris.com is the main website. Heidiology on Twitter. And obviously, if sign up for my... Uh, podcast and check out my headlines with Heidi. I do those every single day. You can find them at YouTube at the Heidi Harris Show website, Heidi Harris Show, or just to go to HeidiHarris.com where everything is based. I'm Heidi Harris. Until we meet again, remember you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Mm -hmm.